Samech Zayin Amidbeis, about eight lines down, at the two dots. Quoting the Mishnah that we had back on Samech Beis, Amid Beis, the whole part of it, Midas Tashlumei Arba V'chamisha, that was where the, uh, turn back and say, where the Mishnah told us that this whole idea of, this is quite a significant uh, payment, four or five time value, is only by a shore and a set. And then it brought a pasuk for us, Chafalef, Lamed Zayin. I would highly recommend, I, I guess you, you have it written in on the side? Yeah. Yeah. You have? Okay, so this, um, let's just read the pasuk inside, if you both have written in. The pasuk says, Ki vish, if a person steals, and I underline the word shore in the pasuk, or se, and I underline the word se. Okay, and then what does this person do with it? Utevachoi. Oy mecharai, if he slaughters it or sells it, chamisha bakar yishalem five cattle he should pay tachas the shore, the arbatzayin and four sheep tachas the se be the sheep. One thing you'll note: we underlined the shore and the se at the beginning of the pasuk. Also underline the shore, and then the se word, which is at the end of the pasuk. So um, certainly pronouns possibly could have uh, been used after the first shorn said, but there's a shorn said and then a shorn said twice it has the term shore, twice it has the term set. So let's see the uh, Gemara now. The Gemara asks, why am I? Now, why specific, Why only by a shorn said you pay four and five? Why not any other animal? What, what's going on with those two? Like, where do we see it in the Pasuk? Nalif, why don't we just use a regular old shore shore, me, Shabbos, in, uh, when it talks about uh, working your animal, your shore, and we know over there you can't work any animal that you have on uh, Saturday on Shabbos, uh, wild animals that you might own, or birds, should be if you steal it and then sell it, or you should have to pay four or five times. Well, Amar Rava, Amar Kra. The Pasuk says, again, it's Shmais Chafalaf, Pasuk Lamed Zayin, it says shore, and then it says the word seh, and then it says again the word shore and the word seh. Twice, Shnei Pa'amim. In other words, Shor Veset, what is telling you is Shor Veset, and really get into your head, Shor Veset, in only Midiachrin, but anything else, low. Okay, that's the basic lima, because it says Shor and Seh twice. Now we want to get into the nuts and bolts of which Shor Veset is, so to speak, extra that gives us the ability to make this drasha. You can't just pick words and darshan, they have to be unnecessary. Amri Heimiyater. Hey, which one is extra, or which two are extra, where are the extra ones, so we're going to have three approaches here, I squiggle underline the word ilema, which is the last word on the line here, on the fifth of the wide lines, first word line is tachtav, the next word is ella, I squiggle underline the ella and put a number two in the margin, and then about five lines after that, last word on the line is ella, I squiggle underline that, and I put a number three in the margin. So let's go back up to our first squiggle underline, or maybe put a number one in the margin. We're going to have three approaches. Um, what is it about this pasuk that can give us the ability to make that direction? So, Ilema, if you want to say it's the Shor Veseh Desefa Miyatir, it's the second set, the ones that are at the end of the pasuk. And now, this is where it's very helpful if you have the pasukum written in. The Gemara is going to suggest what the pasuk theoretically could have written, and show how Noah couldn't have written that, because we would have had the incorrect understanding. So, so if you leave out the shorts at the end, this is what the Pasuk would write. And here's sort of like um, a line quote of what the Pasuk could have said. Ki yignav 
um, probably each shor olse. Okay, those would have stayed the same. chamisha bakar yishalem tachtav. Use a pronoun over there and arbat soin tachtav. Instead of saying the shore word and the set word again, you could have just said in its place. You pay five cattle in its place. You pay four sheep in its place. Well, if the Gemara suggesting that, and that would then give the ability to darshan, shorvisa, shorvisa, twice. Well, if it would have written it like that, you would have had the wrong understanding. Ikaz rachmana hachi, says the Gemara. Havamin, I would have thought. Well, let's read the Pasuk. So if I steal a short say, I have to pay, let's see, there's five cows and four sheep. That's a total of nine animals that I have to pay back. I have to pay nine animals for the short that I stole and nine animals for the sheep that I stole. And if you want to say, nah, you wouldn't have thought that. That's a little bit silly. The Pasuk says two words, Tachtav. Tachtav, right? We have uh, no, the, the actual passage says tachas, but if we're using a pronoun, it would be tachtav, which is twice, and therefore maybe. Why do you say twice? Just say one tachtav. Kama connector chad tachtav is miyatir is extra, and that would be what we could make the drasha from. Well, that's just not true because we need the other one. Hahumi baile drasha achrina. Disanya, as we bring out in the following one line brisa. I steal your cow. Your cow is worth, I don't know, $1,000. What do I have to do? I have to pay a few cows back? I'm going to get the scrawniest, sort of like on their deathbed type of cheap cows that I can get and pay you back those. So, Yachol, you might think, Ganav Shor Shavamana. Let's call it, I don't know, worth $10,000. Yishalim Tachtav, you're going to put pay in the place to, to make up for that. Negidim, which Rush says the word Negidim, is Kechushinu uh, Kroivin Lamos. Um, that would certainly be what every Ghana would try to do if you get away with it. Talmud Laimar, the Pasuk specifies Tachtav, and the second Tachtav, it's got to be a valid replacement, a of equal value size, so to speak, replacement. That's the end of the Bryson. And that, therefore, the puzzle could not have written. It couldn't have left out the shorns at the end and used those pronouns. And even the Tachtav word, there's not an extra Tachtav word. We need both of them. Ella. So this is the second suggestion of what the puzzle could have written. Which short set did we try to take out the first time? The second set. So let's try to read the puzzle now without the first set. Ella, Shorvis said to Reisha, Miyutar, the short word and the set word at the beginning of the puzzle is with extras, and Nichtav Rachmana. Here's what the puzzle could have written. And again, it's one line. Imagine this, ish. if a person steals, I'm not sure exactly what he's stealing, but he's stealing, if he's slaughtering it, it must be some sort of animal and sells it. Well, how much does he have to compensate to make up for that? From the end of the Pasuk, you'd see it's a bakar sign. You'd also see that you have to pay four or five times. And therefore, maybe it's the shorvisa and the resha that is unnecessary and therefore available for our drusha. Says the Gemara, couldn't have that done that either. Ikaz Rachmana Hachi, Hava Mina. I would have thought like this: Where is the chiyuv? So I'm looking at the pasuk, the way you want me to write. It. If a man steals or shechs and then sells, what well, steals or shechs? What? A car? No. An animal? Yeah. One animal? Two animals? Maybe. I would have thought Adiganiv Trey Vitavach Lahu. That's what the pasuk says. Mm-hmm. You, you stole it and then you sold the. Um, 
and you slaughtered it, or you saw, let's go with the slaughtering uh, approach, then you have to pay back five buckers, and you have to pay back uh, and, and four signs. So I would have thought, that's when you have this chiyuv. So the Gemara says, you wouldn't have thought that. The, the suggestion is that the Pasuk is written, and you shecht it, that's singular, that's namely, lechad. Okay, well, still, I would have thought, that's as far as the Tevicha, but what about the Mechira? I'd have thought, that you'd have to sell both of them to have this um, very expensive Chiyuv. Says the Gemara, no, look again, the Pasuk says, which equals Lechad. In other words, it's a singular, you're only selling one. Okay, fine. But maybe I would have said, you have to steal a cow and a sheep, and shecht one of them, and sell the other one, because that's what the Pasuk said. Uh, no, because the Pasuk didn't say and, rather it said or, oh, two words from the Pasuk see. But still, I think this is like the, the fourth but still, I still might have thought, that you would still have this chiyuv. By the way, we know you just steal either one of them, you have this chiyuv, but you'd ha- maybe that you'd have to steal both. That's one possibility. Or, like you have to steal both, and then, okay, fine. Shechting, maybe just one of them, and the other one you keep. Or selling, maybe just one of them, and the other you keep. In which case, we couldn't have done without the Shorvis at the beginning. Ella, so this is our squiggle underlined Ella with a third approach, and this is the one that's going to stick. It's very interesting. We're not going to say that it's a Shorvis either at the beginning that's extra or at the end. There's one word at the beginning that's extra, one of the two, and the other one of the two is extra at the end. Rather, the short de seifa, the short word at the end of the pasuk, and the sad duration, the sad word at the beginning of the pasuk, those are the ones that are miyatir. Here's what the pasuk could have written. The nichtei rachmana, again, it takes about a line, could have said like this. Ki ish shor utevachayu mecharoi. So we know it's a shor. And he, just a shor. And he shakhtar sells it. Chamisha bakar yishalem tachtav. So leave out the short term at the end. Don't have to say tachas hashor, just say tachtav. Continue the pasuk theoretically. Va'arba tsoin, and if it happens to be a sheep, you would pay four and say the that tsoin there tachas what a se, and you only had to say the se at the end. So the extra terms are the se at the beginning of the pasuk and the short at the end of the pasuk. In which case, the short de seif and the se de reishalamali, oh shmamina, which was our original limud short v'sed those animals and only those animals in is where there's this four or five chiyuv midiachrina, but any other type of animal lo. Okay, said the Mishnah, So if it's just me and you, and I steal something of yours, in certain circumstances I have to pay back double. Um, let's say my neighbor and your neighbor, and there's like thieves everywhere. Uh, I steal from you, I'm the first Ganav, then someone steals from me, he's the second Ganav, and someone steals from him, he's the third Ganav. So it's, it's every time you're stealing from somebody. Now the first time I stole something, I stole it from you. You're the rightful owner of it. But let's say I have it. At, at what point, or at any point, is it considered now mine that if somebody else steals it from me, it's like it's mine, or maybe I'm just sort of the thief who stole it from you, but it's not really yet halakhically mine. So we know there's a few things that go on. There's shinu rishus, there's a shinu imaisa, there's a yeyush of the bailim. Um, so here we go. This is quite an involved sugya. Amar Rav. Rav's going to start us off. I circled his name. And he says that the, the Mishnah that talked about paying four or five 
times if a ganev achar a ganav. So you have the original owner, ganav number one, and ganav number two. We said ganav number two. Um, that's only so Ganav number one stole it there's been no Yeyush yet from the rightful owner that's when if there's a Ganav a Ganav a second Ganav would not have to pay Yeyush. if Ganav number one stole it and then the rightful owner was Miyayesh I dot underline those two words then well then we know that Ganav Rishon acquires it, so he still has to compensate. He might just compensate double or four or five times, but it's his legally, in which case when Ganav number two shows up the next day, the Ganav Sheni, he's stealing something from somebody who's a rightful owner, so he'll also have to pay Misham Teshlumei Kefel to the Ganav Rishon. That's what Rav had to say. We've had this Lushen a few times. Uh, here it is again. Rav Shesha says, you know, Rav would, I don't know, he'd stay up. 20, 21, 22 hours a day, I could definitely, my feeling is that Rav was dozing off when he said this, because there's no way if he had a clarity of mind, he would say it. I'm Rav Shesha Samina, I figured, sort of like dozing off when Rav was like that, Amar Lahashmaisa. Why? Disanya. I put a, um, put a triangle on this Disanya. It's the first of three Tanaic sources that the Gemara is going to bring uh, questions on Shittas Rav. On Samaches Amad Aleph, in the middle of the fifth line, on five lines down, the middle is a tashma. We put a triangle on that tashma. That'll be the second uh, Tanaic source we bring. And then on the first wide line, it says l'shleishim, and then a meisve. So that meisve gets a triangle as well. So, uh, three times we're going to throw what we got at Rav. First is uh, Rav Shashis, and here's the brisa. It goes for about a line and a half, this brisa. Amar Rabbi Akiva. amra taira tavachumach ha-mesham tashlumi ha that's a lot to have to pay, four and five times. Why, why did the Torah say if he uh, shechs it and, or sells it, to pay that much? Because he was nishtarish, from the word shoyresh. Uh, he's like uh, taken deep roots. He's gotten rooted into this, this terrible sin of doing things wrong. Okay, now normally if someone just does one thing wrong, we don't refer to that as nishtarish. And therefore... Um, it, it's it's intense, and and what he did apparently was effective. Asks the Gemara now, Amos. Well, when is it that what he did was so effective and therefore so terrible? Elema squiggle underline the elema, and the middle of the first line there's an ella. I squiggle underline that. If you want to say that this is before Yehushayavaganav and he stole it, and there's been no Yehushayav the original owner, me ika nishtarish. That's very hard to describe that act as. Nishtarish, basically, because what he did was ineffective. There's been no yeyush yet. It just the shinu rishus that he took it from that guy's house and he's now got it like you know under his bed, um, or under his bed in his barn, wherever he has it, um, without yeyush. There's like no one who says that's going to cause him to acquire it. So how could you use the term nishtarish bechet for someone who hasn't really done something effectively? Ella, rather it must be laachar yeyush. Now we're going to have this term laachar yeyush a bunch of times. I thought underlined it over here. It must be that. After Yeish took place. Now, what did Rav suggest? That once Yeish takes place, like Rav, that Yeish is Kani, then Amai Why, if he turns around next week and sells it or slaughter it, is he paying four or five times? Remember, it's his already. When he's slaughtering it, it's his already. And it's his already that he's selling. Now, it might have a bit of a checkered history, but it's still his at the time. So Amri, 
the Gemara answers, I don't know if it's uh, Rav, it probably isn't, but it's the Gemara answering on behalf of Rav, that Kida Amar Rav, it's similar to what Rav says, we'll see later on in the Sugi, towards the bottom of this Amud, the reason is, not necessarily because of the effectiveness of it, but that's what Rava says over there. Hachanami, so too over here, let's apply that to this case. It's because he did numerous things wrong, even if they're not necessarily effective. Rashi says on the third narrow line, Shoshana Bechait. Now, is this before Yeish or after Yeish? We thought it was after Yeish. No, no. So Rashi says, and I double underlined in the Rashi, It's before there was Yeish. So where's the Nishtarish? He's still going to be Chayev. Because he basically stole something and then took it and turned this stolen item, which he had just taken, and sold it or slaughtered it. That's enough things that he was doing from his side that were wrong. Whether there was actually even an effectiveness to it is not something that we're necessarily focusing on. We're focused on how many acts he did that were very problematic, and there's at least two. But we said before that, that it's Al-Akhar Correct, and that's why we rarely do the Rashi, and we rarely put a mark in the Rashi. Rashi is saying that this answer is saying no, that really is saying before Yehush. In other words, Rav had said, it's Lachar Yehush. This is a question on him, if you can say it's Lachar Yehush, but if you can describe it as being Lifnei Yehush, it's not a question on him. We're going to do this three times, so it's, uh, it, it's going to repeat itself. Here we go, so Tashma. Again, Rav had said that the whole mission of this, talking about, that's only... Before you, but after Yehush, it, it's his. It might have been illegally his, but it, it's his. So, Tashma, the uh, source goes about a line and a half. Pasuk says, Utevachoi oi mecharoi. Okay, if I either slice through the windpipe and the food pipe totally in the neck of the animal, or I sell it. Now, sometimes a sale is good, sometimes a sale is not. But once you slice through the neck of an animal, that animal has next slice. It ain't never coming back. Ma, the tevicha. It doesn't go back to whatever previous state it might have been before. Off the mechira, it's got to be a mechira, that doesn't go back. You might have to compensate for it, but in other words, it was a good deal. Now the Gemara asks again, Amos, when would it be that the mechira is going to be like a valid mechira? Elema, squiggle underline the Elema, and a line later there's an Ella, we'll squiggle underline that. So if you want to say it's before the Yeyush, Amayna Chazeris, if the original owner was not Miyayish, and again, this is the assumption going into it, then it wasn't really effective, and as soon as we find out what happened, you have to give it back to the original owner. It must be that it's after Yeyush. Now, once again, that's what Rav had suggested, that the Gan of Rishon is Kona'it, if there's been Yeyush, then why a week later, if he sells it or checks it, would he have to pay four or five? Question mark, comma, it's his at that point already. Once again, question on Rav. Answers the Gemara, um, not like Rav had said somewhere else, but like Rav Nachman had said somewhere else. And by the way, there's somewhere else of Rav Nachman. We're also going to see when we get to the bottom of the Yomud. But rather, Kita'ama Rav Nachman, like Rav Nachman said in another place, that really it wasn't a sale. There's one thing if I sell you something, it's yours forever. There's another thing if I sell you something for 30 days. It's not really selling it. It's sort of like leasing it or renting it. Prat, that Runachan said in another Sugya, so to over here will say that the type of sale taking place is Prat Wasn't a full sale. Says Rashi, conveniently located directly across from where we are in the Gemara, Dibra Maskil, Prat Do you have any idea which three words we're going to look for in the Rashi? Says Rashi, And I double underline that term again. 
So Rashi's got a very clear mahalach that each answer is, is where the, the, the question suggests that it has to be after Yeush. No, it really is before Yeush. Let's, let's read more in the Rashi. Vahai, two words in right angles, Eina Choyzeres, when it said, just so too, just like the Tficha can't go back, so to the Mechira Dekatani that it said, it's not coming to exclude where his, his actions didn't actually have an effect. Doesn't make a difference. Even though what he did really wasn't effective, still the Torah is going to be mechayev him four or five times. Since he's a compulsive, or at least two times did he do the Avera. Rather, it's coming to Mimayet. That's what it's coming to Mimayet. If it's a full-fledged sale, great, but if it's a sale, let's say for 30 days, because that's not really a sale. To who Keschiru is the space of that renting out, Ba'alma, that won't be a Chiyuv. Meisve. This Meisve is pretty involved. We have a Bryce that goes about four lines, starts here. And we're going to have three possibilities. Let's call me, I'm, I'm Shmuel the robber. There's three things I can do with something once I steal it. Or three possibilities. I can steal it, and then my neighbor Bob, he's also a robber, and he steals it from me. Or I'm Shmuel the Ganav, and then I could sell it to somebody, and then Bob comes and steals it from that other person. Or I'm Shmuel the Ganav, and I could shecht it, and then Bob comes in and steals the shechted meat. Okay, there's always going to be a gun of Rishon and a gun of Shani. It's just going to be the, the gun of Rishon and the gun of Shani came right away, or the gun of Rishon then sold it to someone else, and then the gun of Shani came, or the gun of Rishon shechted it, and then the gun of Shani came. And we're going to see the three possibilities. So there's, we'll call one case the Rasha, one the Mitsyasa, one the Seifa. And the Gemara extensively is going to refer back to these as Rasha, Mitsyasa, Seifa. So here's the Rasha. I wrote in Rasha above the word Ganav. Starts the Tanaic source. Ganav, so. Uh, Shmuel the Ganav stole something. Uba'achar Ganavoy and Bob came afterwards, one day later, and stole it from Shmuel the Ganav. The Rishon, so the first guy, Misham Tashumi Kefas, pay double. He's a thief. The Ha Shani, and we're going to work on this a lot, but the Shani, Eino Mishalem Ela Karen Bilvad. No double. He's a Ganav. Don't usually pay double when you're a Ganav. No, he pays just whatever the value is of that item. Slash. That was the Rasha. Now we start what I'm going to call the Mitsyasa. Because Gamora is going to call it this, like the middle section. And I underline two words separately, Ganav and then Machar. So let's say Shmuel the robber stole something, Kama, Umachar, then turned around a day later and sold it. And then, there's a lot of thievery going on, somebody else came a day after that, Uba Acharu Ganavai, and stole it from the person who had purchased it. Okay, what do these Ganavs have as a... The responsibility, colon, harisha, in the first ganav, misham tashlume arba v'chamisha, because I stole that sheep or cow, and uh, I sold it, so that's, the Torah says, you have to pay four or five times, depending on which one it was, kama v'hasheni, I wrote above that ganav, meaning, obviously the person who bought it and didn't know he doesn't have to have any, any responsibility, he might have to get compensated, but the sheni, that would be the ganav sheni, misham tashlume kefel. He pays, interestingly enough, kefel to somebody, not exactly clear who, to, but he's going to have to pay double. Apparently when he's stealing at the time that he's stealing it, it was legally or rightfully owned by whoever that person was. Slash. Now we have a Seifa. And the Seifa case is where Ganav Utavach, and then he shechted it, Uba Acher Uginavoy. 
And then a day later, I guess someone breaks into this guy's refrigerator and steals the uh, shechted animal. Who's responsible here as far as the gun of Rishon, gun of Shani? So the Rishon, Misham, Tashum, Chamisha. The first guy has paid four or five. He stole an animal and he shechted it. Kama Vehasheni, and this second Ganav, Eino Mishalom Tashlume Kefel Ela Karen Bilvad, and I underline Karen Bilvad. That's it. Just whatever it's worth, that's what he has to pay. Okay, that's the end of this Brysa. It takes about six lines for the Gemara to analyze a few parts of the Brysa that seem to be very difficult for Rav. Again, Rav's approach was the mission is only Lifneyush, but after Yeyush, it belongs to the Ganav because the Yeyush is kindness. So, Ketani Mihas, which, which part of the price we just read do you want to focus on? The Mitsiyasa. I put a diamond around the term Mitsiyasa. Four lines directly underneath that word, there's a term Reisha. So I put a diamond around that. And three lines later, last word on the line is Acher. About five words before the end of the line is the word safe. I put a diamond around that. We're going to analyze the middle part. We're going to analyze the first part. We're going to analyze the last part. Again, we're not going in order. We're going to bring the first thing that could be the biggest question on Rav, which is from the Mitsyasa, and then another question on Rav. And I would also put, if you're into the marking, I hope I'm not marking it too much, but from where the Mace was in the first wide line, a long question marking which goes down until first word in line is Shani. It's almost takes about 10 lines to develop this question. Here we go. So, Ketani Mihas. Let's see the Mitsyasa. Put right angles in over here. It's about a one line quote from what we had as the middle case. Ganav umachor ba'achor ganavai the Rishon Misham Tashlumei Abri Chamisha the Shani Misham Tashlumei Kefel. Okay, so he stole it, and he sold it. When did he sell it? Amos. That's the Gemara's question now. Clarity. When? When exactly is he selling it? Before Yehush of the rightful owner or after? Elam, if you want to say he sold it, Lifne Yehush. Okay. Then why, when the second Ganav came along, Shani, Amai Misham Tashlumei Kefel? He's paying Tashlumei Kefel because he stole it from somebody, but the person he stole it from, how did that person get it? That was only a Shinui Rishus from Ganav number one to the person who purchased it. There was no Yeush of the rightful owner, and therefore if it's just a Shinui Rishus without Yeush, Miklaman number Dekani, does anyone hold that would work? So it cannot be that it was before Yeush. Of the rightful owner, Ella, Pshita, it must be La Achar Yeyush. I double underline La Achar Yeyush. It seems pretty clear that this Mitsyasa must be talking about La Achar Yeyush. Hmm. Kama, Ve'isaka Daitach, Yeyush Koina. And if you're going to say, now who's the one who suggested that Yeyush is Koina? In this case, Rav. This is basically going to be a question on Rav. So if you want to say that Yeyush is Koina, like Rav said, then Amai Mashalm Tashum Arbevachamisha. Why is he paying four or five times? Diday, who dissolvent. It would be selling his own thing, like Rob had said, and therefore it must be Yeush is not Koina. Not only that, but we got a double barrel shotgun. We just shot barrel number one at Rav, and now we're going to shoot barrel number two at Rav. Visude Katani, and now we have the Resha. The diamond around this term Resha, we quote the Reshas. Uh, about one line, right angles. Ganav, Ubaachar, Ganavoy. So thief number one stole it, and then. Thief number two showed up the next day and stole it from thief number one. Rishon Misham Tashumei Kefel pays double. The Hasheni Ein Mishalem Ella Karen. Okay, 
did we say that the Tanakh source above is talking about before Yeush or after Yeush? We double underlined it like two lines ago. It's La'achar Yeush. Michti. So let's take a look at this now. La'achar Yeush Kaiminan. We said this was a case where there was already a Yeush of the rightful owner. Again, if you're going to say, like Rav says, that Yeush is Kaina, then the Shani, when Ganav number two came along and stole it from Ganav number one, and Sachar Yeush, Amayin why is he only paying the value of it? Didn't he steal and you steal from anyone? You have to pay double. Elalav Shmamina, rather, should we not conclude from here that Yeush is not Kaina? Vikashalarav. And this is a, it took a while to get to it, but it's almost like a double barrel question on Shitas Rav from the Mitsyasa and from the Reisha. Amarava. I circled Rava's name and I put a number one in the margin. It's going to be the first approach to deal with this. I'm not sure what to do with Rapapa. About six lines down or seven lines down, first words line of Rapapa. Let's just underline him for now. And then a line later, in the middle of the line is Ravzvid. We'll circle Ravzvid. No, I'm going, to, I'm going to give the mark in the way I have it, and if you disagree with me, you can take it. I, I'm not sure if I even agree with myself, but let's circle Rav Papa. So we have Rava circled, we have Rav Papa, about six lines later circled, and then a line below that is Rav Zvid. Although I don't really think this is three Mahalchem, but it, it might be three different, I don't know, three approaches. Anyway, Amar Rava. So Rava says, who's Rava coming to defend? Shitas Rav. Says Rava, you just like made chop suey out of this brysa. Does it make sense the way you are presenting it? Vitizbera. And here he's going to say uh, what the problem is. Vitizbera, does that, uh, from the word Sfar, does it all, all sensibly flow, logical? Hamitartsasahi? Is that, like, can that possibly be a correct understanding of the Bryce that we had on, on the first four wide lines? Eladikatani Seifa. That's great. You took the Mitsyasa and you took the ratio. What are you going to do with the Seifa? So now we quote the Seifa. Um, but a, just over a line quote. What was in the Seifa? Gana v'tavach. He stole it and then shechted it. That, if that was just left like that, that would be four or five times. Uba acher uginava. And then someone else came and stole some of the shechted animal. Rishon mishan tashumar v'chamisha. And the sheni eno mishalem ela karen. Hey, it's only going to be whatever the value is. No double, no four or five. Now, mi ikalamanda amar. Shinui maisa loikani. This guy did something drastic. It's one thing to take it from Bob's backyard into your backyard. It's another thing to slice its neck and, and shaft it. That's a shinui maisa. And basically, everyone holds a shinui maisa will cause it to be acquired by the ganav. Ela la oila, my squiggle under the ella. Rava would say that it must be la oilam kula, the entire resha, mitsyasa, and seifa is lifne yeyush. We double underline Lifna Yeush. That's really good for Rav. Because Rav's whole thing was if it was Lachar Yeush. Once you make him the entire Bryce as being Lifne Yeush, then it's not a question on Rav. The problem is within the Bryce itself, if it's Lifne Yeush, how can you have the din in the Mitsyasa that he pays double, the second Ganav, and in the Sefer that he pays only one time? The Apoch Sefer la Mitsyasa u Mitsyasa la Sefer. Now, I guess if you have a problem with the price, you have to do something, but we're going to change what the Ganav Shani does in the second case to what he, what in the third case, and what he's liable for in the third case to the second case, Ve'imahachi, and here's a, quite a rereading, it's almost three and a half lines, of the Mitsyasa and the Seifa. 
Starting with the mitziyasa, not starting with the ratio. We don't have a problem with the ratio. Let's start with the mitziyasa. So here's the case: ganavu machar, thief number one stole it and then sold it. Uba acharu ganavu, and thief number two comes and steals it from the guy who bought it. The risha misham tashlumi arva chamisha, and here's what we're changing: the hasheni eno mishalem ella karen. Now we had said originally that the shenis have to pay double. No, here the sheni only pays karen, and what's the understanding of it? Because it's a shinui rishus. Below Yeush like All you had when Ganav number one sold it to Ganav number two was Shinrisha. This is before Yeush. So he sold it to some guy, but it didn't legally transfer it to him. And therefore, only one time is what has to be paid. The value of the animal. The Seifa now, Ganav the Tavach, where he actually shed through Ba'achar Ganava, and then someone next day comes and steals the uh, slaughtered meat. Harisha Misham Tashumerva Khamisha. And here's what we're changing. We're going to make this that the Shani's Misham Tashlume. Kefel. Really? Why is the Shani? Didn't the Rishon heaven and there wasn't Yehush yet? It wasn't Yehush. But you can't have anything bigger than a Shinui Maisev actually taking a live animal and turning around. Now it's a dead animal. Dekanye, the Gan of Rishon, acquired it. Bishinui Maisev. With the actual action of shechting it. That's the way Rav would like to read the Brisa, which no problem on Rav. That's taken off. And we just have to switch the liability of the Gan of Shani from the Mitzvah of the Seif and the Seif of the Mitzvah. Rav Papa doesn't like switching that around. Rav Papa, who for now we'll circle him, we'll call him a second approach, says, La'ilam lo tepuch. Okay. And if it's lo tepuch, now, this, I, I, a lot of difficulty with that, but I think what Rashi's saying is at this point, if, you, if, if I asked you what Rava held, is it Lachar Yehush or is it Lifnei Yehush? What would you tell me? What did Rava held, the, the previous approach? We double underline it. Rava said mm-hmm. Lifnei Yehush. I think Rav Papa's going off of that and saying it's La'achar Yehush. I mean, Rashi does definitely say that almost black and white. So this Rapop approach is that it's La'achar Yeyush. Then we have a, 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 a how, how do we understand the Seifa? The Seifa is actually a unique Shita. The Seifa is the snake opinion of Beishamahi, and Beishamahi says that even if there's a Shinui, this is Bob's animal. I don't know, and it doesn't matter how many, many thieves do whatever they do to it, or even do a Shinui to it, it's still Bob's animal. And that's why, in the safest case, there'll be a Karen Bilvad. Because the original Ghana will have to pay four or five times. But still, as being Bob's animal, it's only going to have to be one time. Well, then, aren't we stuck, though? Because then we're back to the drawing board. We had a diamond Mitsyasa and a diamond Reisha, both of which were problems on Rav. So those problems come back. Ihachi, Kasha Reisha, Mitsyasa, the Rav. So... I don't know if you're going to call Rapop an approach that deals with that. It seems like Rav's approach took all the questions of Rav away and gave him a halich. Rav Papa's approach gives him a halich also, but we're still left with two big questions on Rav. So what Rav Zvid does is he flips it around. Amar Rav Zvid, la'olam kula lifne yeyush. And goes back to, not la'achar yeyush, but rather lifne yeyush. And we'll double underline again, lifne yeyush. If you're not going to switch around what happens to the Gan of Shani in the Mitziasa and the Seifa, then the Mitziasa is problematic. Why is there a Kefel for the Gan of Shani if it's before Yeush? Says Rosvid, There was Yeush, but at a little bit of a later time. So Gan of Rishon stole it. Now, I don't know how we have a split screen over here, but let's just say we know this. Gan of Rishon stole it, there was no Yeush. Then Gan of Rishon. In, in case number two, sold it to somebody else. An hour later, we know this, then there was Yeush. 
That's the case. Shenis Yashu Habailim, when were they Miyayish? Beloikeach, while the item was in the possession of the guy who had purchased it. They did not, however, Loinis Yashu Beganav, and I wrote in the word Rishon. I think the I think the Gra would have us uh, understand here. It's going to take out a few of the words, but the Rishon is the understanding. And I think the Gra wants to take out the next four words. Two of them you might already have in parentheses, but also this is the Havileyush. So, number main points here, there was Yeyush, but only once the person who bought it from the Ganav had bought it, not when the first Ganav had it. Now, continues Ravzvid, Velotema, don't say it's Mishum de Boin and Yeyush and Shinu Rishus. Don't say that both of those things are needed. Even if there was only regular Yeyush, that would be enough, and that would be just like Rav, who had said that there'd have to be a double payment for the gun of Shani. The only way, and this is kind of, we're going to have to really bend over backwards to find a case where the gun of Rishon is paying his four or five, and the gun of Shani is paying his double. Deloy Mishkachas, you're not going to have a case. The Mishami Travayu, the Gan of Rishon and the Gan of Sheni, Ella Behachi. Period. Let's go a little bit further. Yeah, for, uh... Now, the, the, the reason I'm a little bit hesitant is because I don't know where a good natural stopping point over the next two days is for this Sogia. So I think both today and tomorrow, I apologize, we're going to kind of stop in the middle, but if, if I knew. Either I would stop here, but I, I don't want to stop here. I want to get on to Ahmed Bey's. Itzmar. Um, totally new issue. Something we haven't discussed, I don't think, at all. It's exactly the same issue. <laughs> and it's going to be, if you thought we had a few opinions, we're going to have like three or four new ones over here. So I sold something from you, and then I sell it as before you were Miyayish. Am I going to be Chayev four or five times or not? Well, Machlokas. Rav Nachman, who I circled on Chayev, the... One who stole it is Chayev's pay. I wrote above Chayev four or five. He has to pay the, the, the big uh, fine here. And Rav Sheshis, who I circled, says Pater. And each one explains uh, where they get that from. Colon. Rav Nachman, who I underlined, Amar. You're Chayev. Why? What does the Pasuk say? If you stole uh, the. the uh, well, we have the Pasuk written in. Kigan Vishoro said, Utevachai Umecharai. Mecharai is one of them, right? Umecharai. In quotation marks. Umecharai, Amarachmana. What do you have to do? Sell it. Well, did the guy sell it? Yeah, he sold it. Vaha Zavin. The Torah doesn't say anything about before Yehush, after Yehush. You steal someone's thing, you sell it, you pay four or five times. Loishna lifne Yehush, loishna lachar Yehush. Kacha, that's what the Torah says you have to do. That's of Nachman. Roshashis, who underlined, Amar Pater. Oh no, if, if the guy sold it before there was Yehush, you'd be Pater. Why? Because Chiyuve is only lachar Yehushu. That Chiyuve four or five times only after Yehush. Why do you say that? Because you have to do something that's effective. He's looking at more of the effectiveness of the act. De'ahanu ma'asav. Where when you actually sold it, it was a good sale because it was yours already because it was yeyush. Avalifnei yeyush. If the guy's selling it, the thief, number one, is selling it before this yeyush, de'ahanu ma'asav. He's doing a bunch of things. It might look like they're not effective. Lo mechayev. Domya de'tevicha ba'inan de'ahanu ma'asav. You don't take a tevicha when you take the back of a plastic knife and go, oh, oh. Okay, you didn't check it, you didn't do anything. So to the Mechira has to be something that is effective. That's the way Rav Sheshis looks at it. Amr Rav Sheshis, well, from where can I tell you that the Yichiv is only Achar Yeyush? Desanya brings a Brisa. This is going to be a little bit repetitive. And remember at the top of the Samud, we had on the, the fourth, fifth line, like Rav had said elsewhere, and then we mentioned right before the lines, like Rav Nachman, we're going to see Rav and Rav Nachman uh, right now. 
That's why it might look quite familiar. Amar Rosh Tisanya. Says this, Bryce, or Bekiva, or Amar Bekiva, Neyma Amra Torah. Why does the Torah say, Tava Chumachar Mishalim four or five times? Now, Nishtaresh, to take root, sounds like you're doing something effective. It might be bad or evil, might get an Avera for it, but it's effective. Now, Emas, when would that be? Elema, if you want to say, I squiggle on Elema Lifneyeyush, that the guy stole it, and before the rightful owner was even Miyayesh, Mika Nishtaresh, would you describe that as Nishtaresh, like a significant effectiveness? You have a tree and it, it takes deep roots. Ella, it must be. I squiggle on the Ella. Ella lav, laachar yeyushu. Okay, so it must be after Yeyush, and this would be Rav Sheshis saying, This is how we know it's going to be Lachar Yeyush. Rava comes in and rejects that. Amar Rava, I circled Rava's name, he says, No, Mipnesha Shana Bechait. And that's the Rava that we mentioned on the fourth line from the top. Shana Bechait is where he hears, He did two things wrong. It's nothing to do with the effectiveness of what he did wrong. He stole someone's thing. Okay, it's still that person's thing. He turned around and shechted or sold that thing. It's still the person's thing, but two things wrong, that's the reason it's called Nishtar. So, Tashma, another snake source. Yep, you guess it's the second one we had, which would be on the fifth and sixth line up above. Utevachai umechara is what the Pasuk says, just like the Tevicha is by definition, something that's in a choizeris, it doesn't go back to the state it was after you slice through the neck. Af mechira, so to the sale has to be she'en a choizeris. Says the Gemara Amos. Well, when is it that the mechira is not choizeris? Elam, if you want to say we squiggle on the lema. That is, lifnei yeyush, before the rightful owner was miyayish. Mayinachoyzeres. You find the item, you have to get it back to the original rightful owner. Ella. Squiggle on the ella. Laachar yeyush. It's after yeyush. Shmamina. And we can see from here, the chiyuv apparently is, or the chiyuva, is only laachar yeyushu. Which, now, these used to be questions on Rav. Who took the Rav approach over here? Rav Nachman did. And therefore, these are questions on Rav Nachman. So, did we mention Rav Nachman? Maybe the last line before it got wide up above? Mm-hmm. He says that over here, not really selling it. He's sort of like selling it for 30 days, which is otherwise known as renting it. Well, Tirgum Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman explained this case as being prat, shehikna loy l'shleishim yoyim. Okay, so it's not a real sale, it's where it was hikna l'shleishim yoyim. I want to see one Rashi. Rashi is four lines from the bottom. Dibra Masvel, chiyuva la'achar yeyushu, de'ahanu ma'asav, where what he does is actually effective. The reason I want to see this Rashi is because this Rashi is always beautiful, but this one specifically, there's three-way machlokas between. We started with Rav at the bottom, and then we have Renachman and Rav Sheshis. Now, I had just mentioned that it, oh, this kind of sounds like what Rav was saying. It's actually a three-way machlokas tanayim. So in the Rashi now, uh, three lines on the bottom, I circled Rav's name. Here's what Rav holds. Rav savar yeyush is kaina. Okay, the person was miyayish, whoever has his kind of hilchach, therefore. Lo mechayev ella, belif neyayish, is four or five times if you sell their shechach. There's only if the rightful owner was not miyayish. Di'i lachar yeyush, if it's after yeyush, then Mr. Ganov, it's yours. Might be illegally yours, but it's yours. Shaloi hu tzoyver umoicher. Kama, that's Rav. And Rav Nachman, who I underlined, and Rav Sheshis, who I underlined, savri, the two of them hold a no. Yeyush greater, regular yeyush. When you say Reish it means without the Shinu Rishos. Yeyush Greda, like That's not enough to be Kainit. Umi Shum Hachi, that's why even La'achar Yeyush, because Yeyush is not enough. Even after Yeyush, still Mechayev the four or five times. Umi Ubahapliki, here's though what Rav Nachman and Rosh yes, disagree about. Rav Nachman, here I circled his name, 
Rav Nachman doesn't require that what you did was actually legally effective. And therefore, Hilkach, even before Yehush Greta, Nami would be Chayev. Whereas Rav Sheshis says, no, the only way we're going to be Chayev, this is boy, Mechira Gemur, has to be a full-fledged sale. Now that would be, I guess, Rashi summarizing Shitas Rav. We had it on about four or five lines in the bottom of the previous Amud, and then uh, over here, Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshis. Says the Gemara, we got some more Amaraim to throw into the challenge. Va'af Rabbi Lazar, I half-boxed Rabbi Lazar over here. And I used a half box because I want to sort of compare and contrast it to an Amud Beis, about 10 lines down, right away. First one line is the altar. It then says, Amrle Rabbi Yochanan. I want a half box, Rabbi Yochanan. And we're going to do, uh, again, I usually don't like to do, but we're going to read the first half box, the Rebel Lazar approach, and then we're going to pause and pick up, hopefully with a, maybe even a greater clarity tomorrow with Rabbi Yochanan. So let's do Rebel Lazar. Rebel Lazar, Savar, Rebel Lazar also holds that the Chiyuv, of four or five payment is only la'achar yeyushu. That would be uh, kind of like what Rav held. Da'amar um, Rebelazar. Teda. Know that this is a case because in general, when you have something stolen from you, you're not expecting to get it back. And that basic human thought of I'm not expecting to get it back is otherwise known as yeyush. Stam geneva yeyush bailim hu. I dot underline those five words. In general, there's Yeyush. In which case, if the Ganav steals it, even like almost immediately, he was kind of it, because you have the Yeyush, which we assume that every Ganeva person right away is going to be Meyayish, and you also have the Shinur Rishos. Shari Amra Taira, and it actually is proven from the fact that the Torah says that if you steal somebody's cow or sheep, and you slaughter and you sell it, Misham Teshum now, Mishamza Shumar Bachamisha, comma, connector, and almost rhetorically, maybe the guy wasn't Miyayish. So why would you possibly have to do that? Elalav, Mishum Darmin, it must be, and this is just backing up what we said on the first line, Stam Gneva Yeyush Bailimhu. Now, Rashi actually says, if you hear the person who says, oh, I'm not Miyayish, then that doesn't count. But the standard case is, assume he's Miyayish immediately. Okay. The Gemara has two questions on this. Vidilma, I put a triangle on this Vidilma, and three lines later, near the end of the line, is another Vidilma. Vidilma, well, maybe though. Afalgav, Deloi Yaish. Maybe the person is Chayiv, even if the previous one was not Miyayish. Amri, we reject that, or we say back. Lo Salka Daitach, it can't be that that's going to be the case when it comes to the selling, because the Pasuk says, Dumya de Tevicha, if he slaughters it or sells it. Ma Tevicha de Ahanumasa, that's about as an effective a physical change as you could do. Af Mechira Ahanumasa, that's to be effective. The Elif Neyeyush, if the previous owner wasn't even Miyayish, my Ahanu. Then where's the effectiveness of it? You can't argue with that. You can't say that if the first guy wasn't, there'd be no effectiveness. It's still the first guy's. And therefore it has to be La'achar Yeyush. Vidilma, we have a triangle on this also, Vidilma de Shamana de Iyayesh. Maybe the case is only where we specifically heard, like the Ganav heard the Baal say, what's the question here? Woe unto me that I've lost my, I've lost my, my cow, Bessie. Oh, it was nice when she lasted. Amri, so we reject that also, and we say no. Lo Salka Daitach, it can't be that the case is only if you heard that's what the, the, the rightful owner said. Dumya de Tevicha. Just like if you steal somebody's animal, 
go to your backyard a minute later and shecht it, la'alter, the, the chiyuv is immediately, you, you have four or five, right away, af the mechira, even if you didn't hear anything from the rightful owner, that chiyuv of four or five is going to be la'alter. Now, Amar le Rabbi Yochanan, uh, it's not the best place to stop, as I've said a few times, but we're going to pause over here tomorrow, we'll pick up with Rabbi Yochanan what he said to his famous bar plugs, Rabbi Lazar, Adkan.